Welcome to the Pulp Nostalgia and Old Time Radio Podcast. It's October, and just like every year at the podcast, that means this month's episodes all have a Halloween flavor, with stories of ghosts, ghouls, and other horrors. To wrap up the month, we're offering the 1932 radio serial of Frankenstein. This series, starring George Edward, was designed to capitalize on the Frankenstein mania caused by the Universal film. It is told in 13 episodes, and we'll be airing an episode every day leading up to Halloween. You can also find the earlier episodes in our podcast feed. We hope you've been enjoying these pulp-inspired stories from the days of old-time radio, brought to you by Brick Pickle Pulps. The best way to support the podcast and make sure we can keep bringing you the classic entertainment is to shop through our store or purchase our books from Amazon or other bookstores. You can find a link to all of our books and our entire online store at brickpicklemedia.com. And remember, if you like the show, please leave feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And with that, on with the show. present George Edwards in Frankenstein. Baron Frankenstein described his amazing adventures to Captain Walton of the ship Voyager. The Voyager had been icebound for many months, but the thaw was setting in, and the vessel was commencing to drift southwards. Captain Walton brought this good news to the Baron. journey homeward is commencing. The ice is breaking up. There are several patches of water around the vessel. Very soon, we'll be underway. I must leave the vessel at once. I know the monster is still alive. I cannot let you leave, Baron Frankenstein. You know that. You have no power to keep me here. Well, we are not making very much progress as yet, and I would sincerely like to hear the remainder of your story. I am writing it all in my journal. Well, I was telling you that in the wilds of Tartary... I encountered a peasant who was terrified because he had seen the monster. And when you were seeking to comfort the peasant, you heard the monster's laugh. Yeah. I drew my pistol and moved towards the door. To my surprise, the door opened and the monster appeared. My surprise was so great that I hesitated for a moment. And that hesitation was fatal. With incredible swiftness, the monster advanced and wrenched the pistol from my hand. And then he said... It is time that you and I spoke again, Frankenstein. You seem to have the powers of evil. Always you flee before me. Am I never to kill you? Shall I kill this peasant or will I bid him begone? I do not wish him to hear what we have to say. Go, fellow. Do not return here for some hours. Because you are my creator... So should you be my friend. We are both outcasts now. Can we not also be friends? I have thoughts just as other men. If I had a friend to whom I could speak and who could read to me and teach me many of the ways of the world, perhaps I would find some strange happiness. 
You cannot return to your world, Frankenstein. But you could find loyal, faithful, and honest friendship with me. You have murdered my wife, my friends, and made me an outcast in this world. And yet you dare to ask for friendship. Is your life happy now? I have never known a moment's happiness since I created you. And I have never known a moment's happiness since I was created. Do you not owe it to me to give me some peace and happiness? To give me friendship? To give me your ideas? I owe you nothing but hatred. Was it my fault that men shrink from me and strive to kill me? Is it my fault that I defended myself by killing them and thus earning further hatred? Did you not refuse to make for me a companion? I could not bring myself to do it. And because of that, my rage knew no bounds and I slew all whom you held dear. Now it is over. We are both outcasts, objects of hatred, scorn, and loathing. Let there be friendship between us, Frankenstein. I have sworn that I will never rest until I destroy that which I created. Mayhap I am to blame for many of the sufferings which you have endured, but the sin was mine. I created you. Now it is my solemn and holy duty to destroy you. And it is in my power to destroy my creator. You may destroy me. I will. But not until you have experienced further suffering. You must pursue me. You must live the same lonely life as I live. And perhaps... I will receive a strange pleasure knowing that I have made my creator suffer. And perhaps I am receiving a strange pleasure knowing that you are paying for your sins, knowing that all men are still against you and will always be against you. But I admit the crime was mine in giving life to you. And my only purpose in living now is to end that life. Mayhap. You will never end it. Farewell once again, my master. I offered you my friendship. I offered to live at peace with you, and you refused. Why should a man hate that which he has created? That is one of the things I will never understand. Farewell, Frankenstein. Until the next time. Did you pursue the monster that day, Baron Frankenstein? Well, he made his escape with incredible swiftness, and I set off after him. The search went on for many months, and the monster seemed to take pleasure in leading me on. Sometimes, indeed, he left marks in writing on the barks of trees or cut in stone that guided me and instigated my fury. I pursued my journey to the northward. The snows thickened and the cold increased in a degree almost too severe to support. On and on we tramped, and occasionally I was rewarded by a glimpse of my deadly enemy. 
I realized that I was being led towards the frozen wastes of the north, and I procured sledge and dogs traveling across the icy wastes and occasionally finding clues of the inhuman devil which I had created. Then I lost him, and for a while I despaired of my own life. My dogs died. I wandered through the snow and the blizzard, gradually finding my way to this ship where you gave me your kindness and hospitality, Captain Walton. A strange and dreadfully tragic story, Baron Frankenstein. Uh, this story is not over yet. You know now why I cannot return to England with you. There is no place for me in the haunts of men. I must kill the monster and then I will be content to die. Who is there? Uh, Mr. Boyd, sir. The men is beginning to drift. The ice is breaking more rapidly now, Captain. I think you'd better come up on deck. Very well, I shall come up now. I must leave the vessel. Make arrangements for me to be put ashore, Captain. You cannot leave the vessel, Baron Frankenstein. That would be madness. I must. You realize that I cannot let that monster roam about killing people at will? You must excuse me for a moment. You will be safe here in your cabin. You are not yet strong enough to leave your bunk. I will return and discuss the matter with you later. Come, Mr. Boyd. carry any more sail at present. The vessel is moving slowly but steadily. Better be kept upon this course, Mr. Boyd. Aye, aye, sir. Have any of the men seen signs of the monster? We have seen nothing for the past few days. I am glad. We are gradually gathering speed and making our way through the ice. By tomorrow, we should be well on the journey homewards. Then I do not think we will have any more to fear from the monster. But what of Baron Frankenstein? Are we taking him with us? Of course. Do not think we could leave him here. Oh, the men are afraid of him, sir. They say that he is responsible for bringing that evil monster aboard. They say all their lives are in danger. I beg of you, put Baron Frankenstein ashore. He'll be an evil influence during the voyage. I am the commander of this vessel, Mr. Boyd. Baron Frankenstein is my friend. The men have been inactive all the while the ship has been icebound. They're ready for any mischief, and they've been grumbling lately. Well, you've started our homeward journey now. They fear that Baron Frankenstein and... They fear this monster. They say that the Baron must be put ashore. And I refuse. You do not know Baron Frankenstein's story as I know it. That man has suffered. Admittedly, it was through his own sin. But he could not have realized what misery he was to bring into the world and into his own life. He has suffered enough. And I say that he is to stay aboard this ship until we reach England. If anyone attempts to harm him, they will answer to me. But what if that monster comes aboard? What if it means loss of life? All the officers are armed. If the monster comes aboard, we will shoot. Yeah, it would be easy for the monster to come aboard. There is ice all around the ship. There is water on one side of the ship. We can watch the icebound side. And what if the crew mutiny? If the crew mutiny, they will be dealt with. Gather them here, and I will address them. All hands on deck! Let the officers stand with me, Mr. Boyd. So far, this voyage has been a success, and it will not be marred by any signs of mutiny on the part of the crew. I was only trying to do my duty in telling you what the men felt, sir. I am aware of that, and I am going to deal with the men. I assume I have the loyalty of the officers. We will obey you, sir, but we are afraid of this monster. If you will remember, the beast once attacked me. I do remember that. All hands on deck now, sir. Men, it has been reported to me that some of you are showing signs of discontent. For the greater part of this voyage, you have all given me your loyalty. 
and you have assisted me to make the journey a success. I ask you now not to mar that voyage by any murmurs of mutiny. I am told that some of you are afraid of my friend and guest, Baron Frankenstein. There is no need for you to fear him. He is a gentleman who has suffered. I know his story, and I feel deeply for him. As regards the strange monster which has sometimes come aboard this vessel, I can assure you that all the officers are armed. And if he comes aboard, they will shoot. Attempt to mutiny and disobey my orders, then you will meet with the punishment that is given to mutineers. Now trust in me, men. I will take you back home safely. And remember, if any harm comes to my guest, Baron Frankenstein, the man who harms him shall die. That is all. You may go. Baron Frankenstein, how did you get up here? I forced myself to leave my bed. I heard what you said, Captain. But your men need have no fear. I will go ashore now. Oh.